You are listening to Craftcast, and I am your host, Allison Lee. And if you recognize that music in the background, that's because today's guests are American Idol's voice coaches, Michael Orlan and Keisha McPhee, plus lots of other news here from the Craftcast studio. So let's get started. Show number 154. Starting the day again, oh yeah. Letting the sun shine in, uh oh. I'm gonna dig within myself, uh oh. Life may be never what you think, but I think I'll just go with it and create something new. Oh, I'm so glad to be back. Back for my trip from California. Uh, am I that glad to be back? I love California. I just love it here too. So uh, it's both things. But I am happy to be here again in front of the mic, getting to share with all you guys. Oh, I have great stuff. Lots of fun stuff to share. <laughs> so what was I doing on my, what did I do on my vacation? My vacation in Los Angeles. Besides seeing favorite boy child Eric Bergen in his new play, The Temperamentals, which was really good, very interesting, interesting piece of history, uh, I also went to see with him uh, his friend uh, who works at American Idol, so we got to go to the rehearsal. And I don't know about you, but frankly, I love a rehearsal more than uh, the actual performance because you really get to see what's going on and behind the scenes. So. Oh, that was fun, and I am a big American Idol fan. I love watching those young people get up there and sing and grow and put it all out there. So, uh, But I got to chatting with Michael Orlan, who is one of the – he's been a voice coach for the full 10 years on American Idol, so he's working with those kids on a daily basis, as well as Pisha McPhee, uh, a ex-contestant's mom, uh, Catherine McPhee, And she is also a voice coach there. So I thought, I have to do an interview with them. Come on. Talk about creativity and and growing and coaching and all that stuff. So that's coming up. Uh, Before that, I want to also, though, oh, I have to tell you, uh, my son and I took a little day trip through uh, Pasadena. And we went into a tea salon called Bird Pick. And... I guess it has to do with birds picking the herbs somehow or something. I don't know. Uh, but it's a wonderful tea salon in uh, Pasadena. And they have a great online tea ordering service called birdpick.com. And, uh, oh, my gosh, is all I'm saying. I'm already, I'm so in love with the Parisian Romance fruit tea. Order it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if you love tea, here's the description in the... Uh, in the uh, website, tart, slightly minty, and refreshing with notes of strawberries. So, deep red from China. Uh, It's really good. And I loved mixing it with the other white teas. Anyway, if you're into teas, just go experimenting and and order some of theirs. They made great cold teas there. They took lychee nuts and ground them up and made their own lychee syrup. Don't ask. I don't know. All I know is that it was delicious, and I'm going to be ordering from them. Uh, As well as we went to a must-see, underline must-and-see movie when I was in L.A. Actually, I told my son we had to go, and then he found that it was at this wonderful theater in Los Angeles called the Landmark Theater, where you get your your seats are... uh, pre-ticketed, you know, so you have an exact seat you're going to sit in. And the seats all happen to be uh, leather club chairs and sofas. So it is mighty comfortable watching a movie. It's a lovely, lovely, lovely way to see a movie without sticking to gum and syrupy stuff on your feet. Uh, So anyway, the movie is called Bill Cunningham, New York. And I'm going to tell you that after I saw it, so inspired. You just feel good and inspired. Here's a little bit about what they say about it. Um, it documents uptown fixtures, meaning lots of fashion people, uh, and downtown eccentrics and everyone in between. 
Uh, Cunningham's enormous body of work is more reliable than any catwalk as an expression of time, place, and individual flair. And that's so true. Uh, Bill Cunningham is a delicate, funny, and often poignant, poignant portrait of a dedicated artist whose only wealth is his own humanity and unassuming grace. Oh, it's so good. And it does, it shows fashion better than anything. Because he does, you know, in the New York Times where they have on the streets, that's him. All those pictures every week, what he, the fashion on the streets, whereas, which is really where fashion is born. Uh, but it's just wonderful. And he's still doing it and out there on his bicycle. And I believe he's in his 80s, I'm just saying. So that is definitely, definitely worth seeing. Go see that. Uh, and I also have a book to talk about today, uh, Decorate. That's all it's called, Decorate, by Holly Becker and Joanne um, Copstick, I believe is how you say her last name. The photographs, I'm going to tell you the photograph, the photographer's name as well, because the photographs are what's just so amazing. Uh, Debbie Tribolar, Tribolar, I believe that's how you say it. Uh, Holly Becker, she has that blog, Decor 8 blog. Uh, this is one of those big, chunky books that you definitely can sit down with some of your Parisian romance fruit tea <laughs> and which I think I'll have a sip right now and just the photographs are great and the styling to do all that and the finding of all those homes it's really a great combination of eclectic uh and a lot of there's a lot of 50s designers you know the Knoll designers if you're into those that kind of furniture I love it wait hold on one sip mm-hmm I put a little honey in. Uh, and it is very, again, very inspiring because I love, it just makes you think, oh, that looks great combining four different chairs at your dining room table instead of four matching. And I love those and uh, the color palette and, and the pillows and the bedding. And uh, anyway, highly recommend that as well. Decorate by Holly Becker and Joanne, uh, I wish I knew how to say her last name right. Copestick, I'm going to say it. And Actually, that book, I'm going to be sending it off to Favorite Boy Child in Los Angeles because I know he'll love that. He loves sort of putting together stuff. You know, that young 20 age when you're just making your first home and making it all cool. So anyway, that's that's my news right now. Uh, lots of things in the works for classes. There's one finishing up in two weeks called uh, uh, Calderesque. It's making, working with wire, that crazy wire called rebar that you find in the um, hardware stores or Home Depot or Lowe's, any of those places. It's steel. You would never think of making jewelry with it. But Brenda Swader can and does and will show us. <laughs> so it's really, really cool. Uh, so come on over to the craftcast.com site. You can find the info on that class as well as something new that's going to be happening this summer called Summer Soirees. So you're going to be coming online and uh, hearing a bunch of, bunch of us chit-chat about, you know, topics we all want to hear. Uh, another way of enjoying the feeling of community with fellow artists while, you know, if you can't get away from your own home and can't find that, you can be sitting at home enjoying that. So, again, come over to uh, www.craftcast.com for that. Okay, so there we go. So... I'm excited for you to hear this interview with Michael and Pisha, but before that, I have a piece of music I thought would be appropriate. It is the new single that released, actually the video that released of Mr. Eric Bergens. thought it was all appropriate to use his music today as well. Uh, it's called Is Everything All Right? And if you want, check out the video of it. And I think you'd be surprised to see who the uh, young, young female, not me, the female in the video, uh, someone who just got thrown off of... Uh, what's it called? Celebrity Apprentice. So anyway, uh, here's Eric singing, Is Everything All Right? And then come on back and I'll be chit-chatting with Michael Orland and Pisha McVie. Stop spinning just today For a minute I got my mind off you 
Then a song came on the radio So I guess this day is through Cause once again you were in the air A part of everything I see A sign, a car, a place we used to go Okay, well, today, another exciting another exciting interview here at the CraftCast studio. This is two people, which I love. Very exciting. My One of my guests today is Michael Orland. He is a pianist, arranger, vocal coach at American Idol, as well as Pisha McPhee, who is also a coach at American Idol, and the owner of McPhee International Vocal Studio in Los Angeles, California. Hello to both of you out there in California. How are you? Hi, Allison. Hello, darling. Hi, Allison. Hello. Well, let's start with... Because, hey, it's on my brain as I watch every Tuesday and, and Wednesday and what other, obviously, millions of others are doing. How proud of you, how proud are you guys of your, your, your singers out there as being coaches? You must be just, like, smiling. Mm. We're so smiling. I, I mean, it's, it's really, uh, this is my first season, and it's Michael's 10th season. I know, season. he's a... He's a... <laughs> Yeah, and so from from my point of view, I mean, I I, I just feel overjoyed to have this opportunity uh, and privilege to work with these kids because it's it's really really exciting. More than ever before, yeah. right, Michael? I mean, this seems different to me this year. 
It seems different, though. I, I have to tell you, I share the same enthusiasm as as Pisha, even though it's her first year and my tenth. I still, we still, we love going to work. It's so much fun to be the tiniest part of the beginning of these, you know, contestants' careers and lives. And some of these people that come in there with like they've never sung before, except at a at a, at a karaoke contest or a, you know, a, in church. And you know, just to have the time. And we believe me, we don't get enough time that we want with them, and we could be so helping even even much more. But with the little time we get with them, it's just it's thrilling. Well, let me ask you that because that was my my thought. How do you, Michael? first um, coach someone who's just sung in church or their living room to be on a stage in front of millions where you know where do you start with that well you know I mean Peach is really good with the techniques I mean I think this is why we're a good team I don't do technique Peach okay. is so great with the technique but we both are so so much so um, able to help them you know with with um, how they do their song and their performing skills and you know, the, especially the, all the contestants this year and so many in contestants past, in years past, they, you know, the, the ones that really get it, they get it and they pick it up really quick and they just absorb everything you give to them. And believe me, you get on TV and national TV one time and you watch yourself, that's a big learning thing right there. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. So yeah. they learn every single week they see themselves. And then we, we're there to point out and say, you know, and Pisha can go help them technically with something and, um, and all that. So it's, it's just really exciting. You told me something briefly, though, that you work with them to get their confidence level. Now, yeah. how, do, how do you do that? What's your what's your secret there? I well, know how you know, lovely and warm and charming you are, and how you just sort of can bring that out. But what do you actually? How do you actually pull that off? That's sweet. You know, I mean, really, you know, there, it's like you know, like I said, Pisha does all the technique stuff. We don't get that time. I wish all these people could go take voice lessons every single week or a couple times a week. But you know, the biggest part of watching these contestants go from the beginning to the end. Is their, is their confidence every week. And we're just there to build it every single week. It's more important sometimes than the vocal stuff. Yeah, no, and, I um, agree. I mean, the confidence and, level, and, you, you know, can see. Right, and however we can instill that in them, whether it's just, you know, being there while they're in the recording studio, or being there when they're we're there every week when they pick their song and go through that whole process with them, where they're literally holding their hands at the band rehearsal. Right. And we're both just available <laughs> to them 24-7, really. And and I think that they de they they develop this bond and this trust with both of us, and um, you know, and I think you know we're the only. I always say we're the only safe place they can go to. Everywhere else, they're being judged. They're being judged on stage. They're being judged by the judges. They're being judged on what they wear. We're the only safe place they can come. They can hit a wrong note. They can do something wrong, and you know, we we're not judging them. We're only there to help them. And bingo, there is why coaching is so important no matter what art you're in. Everyone needs that, the place where you can do it all. So, Pisha, tell me a little bit about what it's like to work with people and try to give them now the technique at that point in their life. Are they, you know, how how does that work out? Well, it's it's some technique but it's a lot of technique of performance of the performance coaching and I think when Michael you were talking about the trust that is a huge part um, of of what happens of what we build with them um, for their confidence because when they trust us then when we give them performance skills as in you know using their eye focus and their posture and their stance and you know what they're thinking about what they're singing about and because and a lot of that is that that kind of detail mm -hmm. and what we're really doing it's such a fast track because it's five months of of concentrated uh, work where it this this five months is like five years yes. of what other people might be doing yeah. and so we're really working with their intelligence too it's a huge part because you know we're 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 helping them to to feel confident within their their own voice and their own selves and and it it's a very competitive world every day feels very competitive so I think a lot of our job is to have them not focus on that so much and and to be focused on what is what do we have to do today to work on this song and what are the skills that we can help them with um, to feel confident in in their performance yeah I'm you know I get nervous even thinking about it don't you remember the days when they would come out and it was a big deal that they remembered the words 
<laughs> yeah, that's not happening now. No. You know, because I mean, at least this season hasn't. Be, but the level of how how we have, um, you know, the opportunity that we've had, it, um, especially with with some of the ones that Michael and I have have been able to have for for you know so many months, and that they're still in the contest. It's it's very fulfilling to to um, develop the the performance skills, and and they really they listen to us and they trust us. And, and so it's, um, it's working. Whatever you guys are doing is working because they do grow each week, which is a, I I applaud you both because that they're young. Right. You know what? See, that's one of the things I love about American Idol is like, it's not really that their voices get better. They just, they develop these great performing skills and they, they develop, you know, um, charisma and show, they learn how to be on camera and they learn, you know, they learn really great, you know, performing skills. And that's what's so exciting to watch. Those ones that, you know, just the ones that get more and more confident every week are the ones that are still in the contest. Right. Well, now let me ask you something, Michael. Can you tell right off the bat when you hear someone, I know you're always involved in the uh, beginning audition process as well, I think, right? You're there for... Yes. Yeah. Um, Do you immediately, it's like seeing a piece of art that you know is great. Can you tell right away, okay, here's one. This is it right here. You know, it's it's very hard in the, when we go do the big auditions in the big cities, and we're and which Peach is going to be joining us this summer on. And and you know, it's what happens is you can see you know hours and hours of people singing in a row, and you don't you hear there's something not there, right. and then and you can tell like somebody's pitch isn't right, and then you can hear somebody that all of a sudden you their pitch is just good and they stay on pitch and they maybe did something to the melody they did something a little different so you know they have something but you're not sure what it is and you're not sure how good it is because they just follow two hours of not so great people right so you kind of get a warped sense of what good is but listen there are definitely people that have stood out in the audition process that you go wow you're gonna be something and and a lot of those people there's very few people that I remember because everyone's just a number. There's there's no names or anything. Right. But there's definitely when you see something, you know it, and and it doesn't happen a lot. Well, let's talk about that, uh, Pisho. How do you feel about that? What do you think makes someone stand out? Can we put p- words into what we call the it factor here? Because we know it when we see it or hear it, but how do we how do we put that into words? Well, you know, sometimes people have a certain sound that just grabs you right away, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and it, also if if someone can focus and and concentrate and make you believe them for that, you know, 30, 40 seconds, especially in the early auditions, you know, of of something special about them, even even if their wardrobe or everything isn't isn't together, you know, you can see potential. Right. But that's the thing about this this contest that's so interesting is there. There's, there's a lot of people that have really amazing voices that their voice can be like very like wow listen to that voice but then they could choose someone else that maybe their voice isn't as um, you know stand out ish as much but they have something else and and the thing that I think has been very um, cool about this year is is that we've had, and, and I guess we have this every year, but I, I just notice it more that we have like the rock person and the yeah. country oh, yeah. person and the, you know, the jazz person. And I mean, it, it's been so much fun to, to have, have all the different genres oh, you know, represented. I love that part. I mean, it's so exciting. I have to say every, every Tuesday night, I'm like wondering what the person is going to do because they are you know, climbing that creative ladder each week to try and top it. That's an enormous amount of pressure. That's Wednesday night. Oh, sorry. Sorry, wrong night. I know it's changed after nine seasons. It's weird to say (laughs) Wednesday, Thursday, but... You're right. um, It's Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to add one thing about that thing that, because I I agree with with Pisha that really, if if, if there's somebody that can make you look up just because of their sound, and then, because there are the people that you go, wow, with the makeover, that person would be incredible. But there are then those people that come in and they look the part, you know, they look like they want to be in show business. Right. They have a, you know, a really great or unique look. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be the, the most beautiful person. They just have, you know, just, I don't know, something just unique about them. And, um, and, and then their voice has to be not a sound alike. And there are, you know, when we, you know, I could, I think anybody in America right now could hear, tracks from the top 11 contestants on American Idol this season and say their name. 
I know, crazy. Which I think is really yeah. exciting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and very, that's... very unusual. And and I think that how how they've developed um, is is that they're owning more their own voice. So then they're taking more chances, and so then they're they're singing out more. And so it's I'm talking about the contestants right now on the show. And so it's very exciting to see that kind of growth. And um, I, I have to tell you about Michael though. He is so much fun and he brings <laughs> so much joy to the room when, when we're rehearsing. I mean he's always making everybody laugh and feel so happy to be there. And so the whole vibe when you come into to the room is they, they feel so happy to come into the room because they know that they're gonna be really uplifted and feel inspired and and Michael is is really, I mean, he's just a fantastic um, person. It, not not just you know all the skills that he has that he teaches um, the kids, but also his his uh, beautiful personality and humor. It really makes a huge oh difference. About the I'm so I'm glad we're not on camera because I'm so red right now. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. Good to hear energy. these things. <laughs> no, that's so sweet. And, I because there's a fear, there's a fear element that's always hanging around. Because these kids get scared, you know. Because it, you know, and and week after week, you know, they lose, you know, one person goes, another right. person, and so it's very, very stressful. So what what we try to help them with too, um, you know, in our room is, is by letting them know that no matter what, they're going to have fabulous careers because right. they've that's been given great. this beautiful right. opportunity. That's that's an important part. But now let's focus on Mr. Orlin for one second here. I've heard oh, from a little God. bird, yes, that you know every song ever written and can play it on one, with one hand while doing email with the other. <laughs> I've heard from reliable sources. So oh, what I God. love about that is your passion. And have you, you, you live that passion. So talk about that a bit. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, well, I, I, you know, the whole thing about, you know, having fun, you know, my whole philosophy in life in general is, well, let's, let's get the world work done but we got to have fun doing it we're sitting mm -hmm. at a piano we're making music we're making people happy I mean like right. we're not I mean not that there's anything wrong with working at a bank but I mean that's stressful work or you know right. running the country we're just we're I mean so I, I've learned that and also because you know it, it is so I watch how these contestants year after year so they get stressed out I mean I could not do what they do it is so happy <laughs> it's so easy for Pisha and I to help them right. although Pisha has done it Pisha's also a performer I could not get up there and do what they do but it's it's so um, rewarding to to be able to help them with that, and so um, you know but I being just being a communist is a special art because that is a, a genius art because you have to. It's not about just reading the music at all. Right. Well, you know, I mean, I, listen, I, I don't think I'm the best pianist in, out there. I, I know I have friends that are unbelievably technically way beyond me. I just I I I kind of just I feel like I'm another person doing the song when I when I accompany people and I mean it's just it's my favorite thing to do ever 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 I and I just mm. I mean I I get into the song it's frustrating for me when I'm playing for somebody and I get into the song and they don't right and um, you know it's just if that that's just I just feel the song with them I like to breathe with them I just right you know I don't I don't even know I mean I think all my years of working in the piano bars in in New York City Right. Um, you know, we're probably a, such a good, um, you know, groundwork for what I do now. And I, I, I don't even know how. I wish there was some more room in my brain because I if I didn't have all those songs in my head. <laughs> There'd be more yeah, room if you dumped the hard drive a bit, you mean? Exactly. I could be running, you know, web, <laughs> webinars like you are. You know, the other thing, um, Allison, besides the fun that, that we have, you know, have in our room. I think we have a really excellent balance of um, kind of a no excuses policy where, where we really have a, a balance of when they come in our room, you know, they're there also to to we, we try to encourage discipline, you know, so that they, that's why they know all their mm. lyrics, and and because we mm -hmm. kind of have a no excuses policy, we don't really that's care great. if if they're you know like have an excuse. We're like get off of that. That's great. And you know, let's do this. You know, and they have to be responsible and step up to it. And the ones that have done that, they they have progressed. You, you know, know so. that's key. What you just said. That's what shows. There's a professionalism that comes across. Um, in the in exactly what you said no excuses you just have to put on your best show like real life no matter what 
Yeah, and you know, it, it. I just want to say one more thing because sometimes people get voted off early or whatever, and that that's a whole other thing. That has nothing to do with that they're not fabulous. Oh, that's all about just voting. I agree. You know, so um, yeah, we know that really in the past. I, I wanted to. I, that's exactly what I was just going to say. But Pisha always gets in my brain anyway. There you go. And here's what, what happens: is it doesn't explain anything about the you know the way the voting goes and whatever. Right. Yeah. I mean, I have watched through the years, and I have been devastated on several occasions when we lose somebody that we had such hope with. And but you know, those people, I stopped getting that upset over it because it's you know, way, I'm going way back to season three when Jennifer Hudson got voted. Oh yeah, hello. I, I mean, there's the how best example. Yeah. Can I, how can I work on this? And you know what? Those people, it doesn't matter where you come in the whole season because the people that have that star quality, it doesn't matter what this show. You know how the voting goes and all that. People I get agree. upset about. It. I'm like, what? Do you, what I, it's a TV show. People chill. It's right. like the people that have that platform that American Idol gives them, which is beyond anything you could ever do in your dreams. Right. Um, you know, those people are going to have careers for a long, long time. Well, on yes. the reverse, there's some winners that didn't exactly pan into you know superstars. That too. Yeah. That too. So and there are and there are also some people like that that. Um, that go, you know, for years and then they, you know, it turns around like, you know, Diana DeGarmo, who was the runner up in season three. Yeah. She was so talented, but she was a baby when she was on Idol. Years right. later, now she's got this huge Broadway career. She's so talented. She looks great. You know, I mean, there's people like that, that, you know, maybe American Idol was a little early for them, but right. still, um, you know, Pisha hit something on something before where like, where like, we get these people for five months, and they literally are learning what they would take. It would take them at least five years to of do. Of course, at least, you know, yeah. And, you know, at least, at least, and it's like it's so it's such a quick a quick road to to learning all the stuff. But you know, there's other stuff that goes along with it, and um, good and bad. But you know, it's just like it's so um, it's it's some of them aren't ready when that happens, and so you know, people like I I, I think of Diana DeGarmo. But, you know, so many of these people now have these long careers. There are people that are still working from all these past seasons. But exactly. But in particular, I think because they're developing these contestants as artists, more as artists, and they're not making them go through, you know, hoops and sing songs that they're not comfortable with. They're making them sing in, in their particular style every week. I think that we're going to have the most from this season. I think, yeah, it seems that way. Well, let's talk a little bit about that age. There is that cutie patootie Lauren who is on right now, who is um, very young. And I want to talk about the, because um, I know, Pisha, you will have something to say about this because we haven't even talked about your daughter. Uh, oh. That um, the, I remember when I was there two weeks ago watching Lauren's mom and the mm. look of fear in her face. <laughs> it's so hard on the parents. How Now, let's talk about your daughter, Catherine. What season was she on? She was on season five. And she was so wonderful. How was that she experience? Was amazing. She was She's amazing. amazing. I have oh, to yeah. just add that she was amazing. She still is amazing. Yes. I know she's gone well, on with a career. Now, how did that how did that feel as a mom going through that process? Well, I actually have been able to um, be as helpful as I could to to the moms, uh, to, to Lauren's mom and I to bet. Scotty's mom. Um, you know, in particular, because they're they're the the minors, and right, right. Um, because you know they're there all the time, and and you know the experience that I had, I I think that I learned so much through you know because I was there for the five months, you know, twice a week, right? Um, seeing the shows, and and so I've I've tried to be helpful in supporting them in in kind of. Uh, you know, just advising them a little bit about um, that their feelings are are normal, right, <laughs> if you right, can call right. it that. Right. Because they're, it, it, what happens is they, you, you know, when it happens to your child, it, it it's 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 very um, it's daunting, you know, of of how all of a sudden they they become daunting from going from yeah, yeah from selling you know clothes in a mall or waitressing right. or whatever they were doing right. you know to, to becoming celebrities and that's what happens and so it's it's a little over it's very overwhelming yeah, yeah. and it was overwhelming for me and um but it's it's part of you you just have to go through the, the process and knowing that um you know it's 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 all good, as they say, but you have to kind of get used to it. Put on your seatbelt and talk to people who've gone before yeah. you is the best thing I always yeah, say. Yeah, it's, um, and, and, you know, because it, 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 
they go outside and everybody wants their autograph, everybody wants their oh, picture. It's, and it's, 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 yeah, it's crazy yeah. talk. It's totally crazy talk. But mm-hmm. I'd like to know from both of you, though, how do you think, having been in this um, business for quite some time, how do you think shows like American Idol have affected the creative process for young people starting out in entertainment? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it the truth? Is it, you know, a fantasy? Where do, where do you stand on that? Hmm. You go first, Keisha, while I'm thinking. Okay, well, I think I think the shows like American Idol and, you know, they have, you know, a couple of new ones coming up. I, I think they have definitely, definitely affected um, people's perspective of singing. I mean, from our point of view, you know, if you were a singer and you wanted a career as a singer, um, most people would say, well, good luck. You know, right. it's really hard to have a career right. as a singer. And now I think that it's more, um, I think a lot more people want to, want to study singing. I think a lot more people imagine that they could have a career as a professional singer. And I, so I think that that part of it is is so positive and so fabulous because all of a sudden um, the singer's career has much more respect as far as that this is this is a, a fabulous o- occupation that you could have, you know, besides being a doctor or a lawyer. Right. So right. I, I think valid, that that's a valid one. Yes. Uh, on, the, on the other side of it, I think that, um, you know, for people to think that that you can just, you know, show up, which this is what happens. You can show up in a stadium and eventually, you know, um, get to the top, you know, five or whatever it is. Um, but it's very unusual when that happens. But most of the people that you, that, that this happens to, if they haven't had formal training of some kind, they have trained themselves. In mm-hmm, other words, mm-hmm. they've been on the internet, they've learned the right. songs, they've been in bands, they've been in, you know, so I, I think that um, the respect for, for training and and really learning your craft, I think that's really, really important that that, that if, and even, even these kids, if they haven't had training now, we see vocal problems that they can get into, they, they, they're going to need to train, you know, because continue the training. Right. Right. Michael, what do you think about? They're all young, and, and that's what wonderful artists do. They keep exactly. training. Exactly. You have to. Yeah, no matter no, what, you train you know, your whole I, life. I definitely, you know, right, absolutely. Yeah. I think, you know, I mean, I love what American Idol has done. I love what American Idol has done for, you know, for people and for and all these all these reality TV show, you know, shows that are coming out. I think it's making, and, and Glee, and yeah, yeah. all kinds of programs like that. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you know, years ago, when 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 Broadway actresses would you know come out to L.A., you couldn't say that you sang, you know. Yeah. And now today, it's the coolest, hippest thing to be able to sing and act and yeah. dance and do everything. Yeah. And um, so I love that, and I think that American Idol had a little something to do with that. And yeah. I just think huge for, for all these people to just want voice lessons and to want to go out and want to aspire to be on American Idol. And you think of like people like Lauren and Scotty who were six and seven when American Idol started right. airing, you know, and they went, I know she watched it. It's like, to think about her like being a little six-year-old kid watching Kelly Clarkson. I mean, yeah, right. who yeah. wouldn't want to do that? Right. It was part of their training right. to watch that right. show. It's funny to study think that. It. Yeah, you're right. That was their training yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, Lordy be it's sort of crazy. All right, now let's talk about some voice lessons because I think, and I was actually talking to uh, my son, who you both know, about that voice lessons, which I took as well. Um, and he was bringing up how important it is no matter what you do because there you are alone on a stage, the most vulnerable you can be singing and how great that is for just learning and the process in your life period. What do you guys think about that? Everyone should take a voice lesson. Everybody. I, I, I tell people all the time when people, people say to me all the time or I go places and I talk to teenagers and they're like, how do we do this? I go, learn every style of music take voice lessons. I mean, like any way to prep for it. I mean, you have to take voice lessons. That technique is the answer to everything. Right. And and besides having a good work ethic, which you have to have, because somebody who doesn't cannot make it through anything like talk about that a little bit Michael because that's got that gets forgotten about some people think that the illusion Mm -hmm. is especially in the rock and roll world that that means that you can just destroy hotel rooms and not show up on time yeah no I don't I I think that's that's a big myth and I think that 
you know, I think the ones that are really successful, even it doesn't matter what genre of music they're in, you know, it's like these kids, we, these contestants, we go, no cell phone. I, I don't want to see you talking on the cell phone. I want to see your earphones on with listening to the track we just made you, you know, right, right. You've, got, you've got a brand new song. You've got two brand new songs to learn for this week. Right. And, you know, there's no time for that. You can talk later. You know, I mean, we're big into that. We're big into work ethic. Like, you know, there is so much to be done. And I mean, like, I wish everybody could have the experience that an American Idol person has because it is. I think it it teach. I we try to teach all that stuff. I was just and, listening, and thinking. I'm. I agree with you. It's like those are the important things. I don't care what kind of an artist you're trying to be. It's true. It's true. I mean, if you have all that, and then you have the technique, then you go to a voice teacher and you know and do all that stuff. And I I think it's so important. And I think it separates, you know. The, the big ones from the little ones. It just yeah. does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and not that there aren't exceptions to the rule. I just think in general, if you have that knowledge behind you and you have the work ethic behind you and, you're, and, and you, are, you are talented, I think, and you have the drive and you want to do it, you have to want it. You have to want it so badly. Right. And, um, you know, when I just, you know, I think about myself who went to school to be an accountant because <laughs> my, my, my parents talked me into it. And it's just like, and I tell people all the time, I don't, I don't ever condone dropping out of school like I did, but right. I only wanted to do music. It was the only thing I wanted. There was no other option for me. I right. didn't, I didn't, I didn't want a plan B. Yeah. And, um, and I think you have to want it that bad. And especially for, for singers, I mean, it's a much more competitive field. I, you know, and I, I, I think even, you know, Pisha can speak as a parent. I'd be a wreck if my kid wanted to do it. And you too, Allison. And, I, you know, I mean, you, you are both lucky. You have both very talented, successful um, children. And um, Pisha has two successful, uh, beautiful children. And, um, you know, it's just like, it, it's, um, it's just, it's, it's, uh, I think the more knowledge you can have and all that and the more lessons you can have, it's just only going to help you. I well, and also what a lot of people don't know is that whatever voice you have, wherever you are, even if you're extraordinarily talented, you know, you can build your voice and it can get better and you can build your endurance, your range, your power, you know, and all of that through lessons. Right. And, and I think people should take technique lessons and performance um, um, lessons because it, it makes all the difference. It makes all the difference. No, I, I think people think that it's all magic and it isn't. I know for myself, the first time I did a speaking engagement, I had no coaching and it was a friggin' disaster. And I learned quickly that I wanted to be coached as much as possible. And the sex, second one was a huge success. And it, you don't even know that that's there to have and how important it is. Very important asset. Well, you know, Michael, I was going to say before, my boy child, he used to always say, there is no plan B. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You have a successful, you are, your son is a successful, you know, actor, singer. Yes. So I love that he had no plan B. I think, I, I, I'm, listen, it, it doesn't happen for everybody. So much of this, um, this show business is, you know, it's who you know and being at the right place at the right time. And I think people's talent holds them in there because... Otherwise, I wouldn't have so many talented friends that aren't working. There's just no no reason for it. Yeah. But you know, it's just it's it's you know you're. I mean, it's it's easier for for you with Eric and for for Pisha with her two daughters. I mean, you know, you're, they're both you know success. They're they're all successful and everybody's working. So I think it's nice to not have a plan B. Yeah, but you know what? I think you only get there without having it. It's that passion and drive. It's just the passion and drive. There's just it no, is. I it think, really is. Yeah, there's no way out of it. All right, well, let's talk about your new venture, how you guys have come together. I know you're going to be doing something, um, reaching out to people who want to get coached. Who wants to talk about it? Who's the who's the business person? Oh, Pisha is such the well. Okay. I'm the business guy, but Pisha's the good spokesperson. Oh, okay, there you go. So, Pisha, <laughs> tell like, us like all about. Tell I us like all to about pay you. The bills okay, and balance the checkbook, and then I let Pisha talk because she's pretty. <laughs> it's always good to and know he's you're so much better at that than, than I am. It's good well, to our, know that. Our site um, that that we're we're going to be uh, launching um, in the near future is called ha uh, Find Your Unique Voice. Dot com. And no, everyone yeah. who's listening, don't freak out because they'll find it on the CraftCast site, the link. Yes. So don't... Find Your Unique Voice. And and actually the way that, that this all came about is, is Michael and I were doing workshops together and, and our whole, whole thing was to help help people and, and even on the show to find their unique voice because that's what people are always saying we want sure. your unique voice yep. your unique voice but um, it's really exciting because we have a lot of different um, things that are online that that people are going to be able to help people all around the world one of the 
big topics that we have um, is how to audition, and that covers Great. just so many so many aspects of of everything you know including your song choice and mm -hmm. and it, we, we really take people from if, that they've decided that they want to audition and that this can be for their choir or for their high school musical or for American Idol or, or right. it, you know anything and we really help them um, to figure out what they're going to audition with and then the whole process which is huge. That's a huge thing for people to find. Yeah, you out. know, and, and and I just have to interject one thing. The reason that we also called it that is because, you know, I, I met Pisha, you know, when she was a, a a mom of a contestant on season five, and we knew of each other for a long time because we played in the same places and all and all that. But we didn't really get to know each other till you know till I till she was you know Catherine's mom for me, and then you know then we started in the last couple of years. Well, the last year really, we started teaching together and doing all these workshops together and. And it was so funny because we came together, and and the first time we were teaching a workshop together, we uh, she would say something. And I was like, wait, I was just about to say that exact thing. <laughs> right. And we found that we both always use the word unique because I am always into telling somebody you don't have to be the best singer in the world. You can be a great storyteller, but there is something about you that is unique and different from anybody else, and that's what you have to find about yourself, and that's what you have to market, and that's you know that's your thing. And Pisha was doing the same thing. We're like, oh my God, we got to do something with the word unique. That's what that's what our thing is. And so it's that's true. how we came up with it. It's true across the board, no matter what craft or art you're in. It's people getting in touch with. You don't have to um, invent your unique. You might have to find it, but it's already there. It's just absolutely you know showcasing it. And it's always hard when it's yourself to see that about yourself. Right, absolutely. So, you know, we're hoping to help people, you know, we, we, we reach, I mean, Pisha teaches even on our off days from Idol, and, you know, because she has so many private students, and, and we're trying to reach outside our circle and, you know, just reach people that we can help, you know, all over the world. And, no, it's great. You know, it's a great idea. Teaching how to audition and teaching, there's going to be, um, you know, Pisha's, you know, developed her own brand of vocal exercises that that are going to be available online. and um, Piano and, tracks. And, oh, and nice. Gonna, piano tracks for people and we're going to have like a whole library of piano tracks you can download and we're going to have some webinars and all that stuff and so and teleconferences and all that and so we're really excited about it. We'll get prepared because that's going to be huge. People are going we're to We're so excited about yeah. it. Yeah, we really are because we what happened is is we started thinking about all these people that live in in little towns or you know just so I many know. people would contact us and they say, "Are you ever going to be here? Are we ever I going know. to be there?" and and we were like, "No, cuz we're working here." And and so we thought, "How can we help these people where they can really really use, you know, listen to us, watch, in, and, and we, we also interact with a couple of students um, in, the, in the video, and so it can really, really help them so that, that they, can, they can feel confident when they go on their audition that they have some skills, performance skills, right. and some technique skills. Right, that they've never even known, even to, yes. you don't even know that something exists, you can't even ask, so this is a great way to even find out about things you don't know. Right, and we've even had people here that we've met in Los Angeles that want to want to review things because really, it, you know, it, the opportunity that the, the kids have on Idol is that they get to work every single day on their craft. Right. Every single day they're working. Right. And you know, most people they haven't even taken one performance right. or or technique. Uh, class. Right. So. Yeah, no, that's a very unique situation. Well, it's very exciting. I'm going to say it again. FindYourUniqueVoice.com. You can come over to CraftCast.com to get that link. Very exciting. I want to take a voice lesson. Michael, you never heard me sing. You don't I, want to hear no, me sing. I wait. I wait. <laughs> Ask Eric about it sometime. He we grew up with me. bet you can sing. <laughs> Let's put it this way. I, t I do tell a little story. Let's leave it at that. Well, that, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's right. That is, you know what? I'd rather, I want to hear somebody that moves me. I don't care about their high notes. I don't care about their, how there big their go. range is. If you give me goosebumps and make me feel something, then you're a good performer in my book. I right. agree with you 100%. I agree. Well, you guys, thank you for taking time out. I know you're living a crazy life right now. That's all very exciting. There's many hours spent on that stage working with these wonderful kids. So I wish you good luck. How many weeks left do we have? Uh, we're, um, we're at the top five right now. So... Uh, Wednesday night, it'll be uh, top four. It'll be three weeks from Wednesday. Wow. You got your right, big right. finish. May 25th is the finale. May 25th. 24th, so 
Twenty fourth, twenty fifth. Yeah. And then Oprah had to like do her last show on the last day of Idol, but whatever, Oprah. Oh uh, well, we, that's why we have um, we love our DVRs so we can watch everything. I no, don't want to miss well, anything. Oprah. I'm going to miss Oprah. Oh, tape it, <laughs> tape it, record it, darling. We can't miss Oprah. Cool. Got to watch it all. So, no, well, it's we very exciting. I know you guys will sleep in then the next day after that and and rest up after the roller coaster you've been on. So, thank you so much for coming and chatting with me here. I love talking with you. Thank you so much, thank Allison. You for having us, Allison. You're the greatest. My pleasure. So Take fun. care. Have a good week. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. How fun was that? Okay, so that website again is findyourunikevoice.com, and I'll have that on the Craftcast site so you can click through and get all that information. And you know, I took singing lessons. I did way back, and I had fun. And I think you can take singing lessons and do all that and not have to go be a singer. (laughs) Uh, I think it's a way just to get in touch with all kinds of fun stuff uh, inside your creative self. So check that out. And I thank Mr. Michael Orlan and Pisha McPhee for coming on and spending time with me. Okay. So what else? So I usually have an entertaining thought part of the show at this point, but because it's Sunday and Mother's Day, my thought today is just to send out lots of love to all of the Craftcast listeners, all the moms, all the mothers. Uh, I send you a big acknowledgement for doing your role of uh, nurturing and taking care of, you know, either taking care of a mother or taking care of someone that you're mothering, that it is a huge, sometimes overwhelming role. But I know none of us would ever give it up. So there you go. So a big, big happy Mother's Day to all of you out there. All right, then. So coming up next week, oh, yes, next week, I'll be talking to Mr. Bruce Baker. So all of you who want to know, know the best stuff you need to know if you're going to do a craft show, if you want to build a booth, how you uh, talk about your work. He is the man on all of this. So uh, you don't want to miss that. So that'll be next week with Bruce Baker. And Thanks so much, all of you that write in or call. Uh, you can always leave me an email at allison at craftcast.com and come over to www.craftcast.com where you can get all the links and things we talked about today, as well as you can leave me a voice message at 1-877-819-1859. And that, again, is all on the Craftcast site under contact, so you don't have to worry if you don't have a pencil right now to write it down. And there you go. So until next time, you know what I have to say. Get your butt in the chair and keep crafting. Just get yourself right into your chair. Come on, listen. You can learn to create something new. It starts inside you.